Hey everyone, how's it going? My name's, I don't know why I said how's it going, it's a podcast, it's okay. <laughs> no one's gonna answer. I mean, they uh, could. <laughs> hi, someone responds in an email, yeah, not well. Um, Hello everyone, it is Daniel here from The Wanderneer. It is season three, episode 16. It is part three of the Tree Fort stories. Today we're with McKenna Estab, a Boise-based singer, songwriter, artist, and coffee lover. In this interview, we talked about music, we talked about life, we talked about the idea of not expecting anything. And and most importantly, we talked about the idea of being able to confront your problems or issues and not run away. It's easier to run away from things that you're dealing with than to confront them. So we were outside in the blazing hot sun and at a coffee shop in Boise, support your reading, so it's slightly loud. But nonetheless, the show must go on. So without further ado, here is McKenna Esta. All right, so um, I guess we could just start off with like you introducing yourself and then telling us something random about yourself. Hi, I'm McKenna Estad. Thank you so much for having me. Um, a fun fact about myself. Well, first of all, uh, first and foremost, I'm a musician out of Boise, Idaho. And a fun fact about me is... Hmm, something random. Um, it's always like the questions that like should be easy to answer, but then when you're put on a spot, yeah, you're like, not, you're like, I, I do nothing. I just sit in my room and eat saltines for yeah. fun. I don't know. That's um, pretty random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe that's that's what it is. Yeah. I'd say the most random thing about me. Hmm, I don't know. I uh, I traveled a lot as a kid. I camped around New Zealand with my family for three months. I guess that's a fun fact about me. Yeah, okay. that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, were you like, wait, why did you camp in New Zealand? Was there just a reason or you just wanted? <laughs> my parents were really passionate about traveling okay. and taking us places. Yeah. Um, I was in fifth grade though, so like, I definitely want to go back because I feel like no one has a personality until like, I don't know, you're in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, I wasn't a human being. Of course. Um, and now I actually am a human being. So I want to go back and experience it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, that's dope. That's cool. <laughs> I guess, I guess we could start from like the beginning. Like what motivates you to make music? Um, I'd say... Music is very cathartic for me. I think it's a good way to express emotions or like, it's kind of like journaling, you know? Mm -hmm. Like when you're going through something, it's a good way to express that. Um, And I guess like all my music is very personal. It comes from real life experiences. I would love to, you know, I think like I want my writing to get more into metaphors but right now my music is very like I feel this way you did this to me it's all very like a lot of my songs are about breakups you know those are deeply rooted situations that have a lot of emotions in them Um, and I just find it's a great way to like get that out there and kind of like like I said it's like journaling like once I've written that down and wrote the song it kind of helps me get over whatever situation i'm going through i yeah. feel like yeah no man i totally agree yeah no i yeah i feel like the like like true music is like when it like hits your soul deep and it like almost makes you like 
relive the moment that you don't want to relive in a weird way. Yeah. And, um, so, like, I guess my next question is, like, how do you deal with the idea of, like, majority of your music is, like, all in your, like, feelings and things like that? Like, is it is it just, like, a natural, like, inclination for you to be in your feelings? Or are you, like, like stretching deep into yourself? You know what I mean? Oh, no. I, I'm a very... I'm a very emotional person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it comes pretty naturally. And uh, I feel like there's really no, like like in my music, I kind of leave it all out on the table. Like mm-hmm. my my friends and people know me, like there's a song out about someone they know who it's about. Oh, wow. Um, and I, but, you know, I think music's very personal and it's also like, it's art, you know, art doesn't owe anyone anything. It doesn't matter if like, my interpretation of that situation was like, you know, and it's not like my interpretation of that situation was completely factual or like had the other person's interest in mind. It's art. It's literally just an expression of emotions of how I felt. Yeah, Uh, I agree. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that is true. I think, yeah, yeah. I like how you said like art doesn't know you anything. Yeah, which is like. Because obviously in breakups, like there's two sides to every story. Like no one's. No one's actually the bad guy. Like, (laughs) gosh, I know I haven't been perfect. Like, you know, there's good and bad in everyone. And I think often in music, like, people can get so tied to this narrative that like, oh, this person broke this artist's heart. Like, they're the worst. But it's like, no, the artist was probably a dick too. We all all do questionable things (laughs) and break us in relationships. It's just like how we felt. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Yeah, and it, yeah, and it's also interesting you say that because like you know as as like someone who's listening to an artist's music you kind of like put this artist on the pedestal like as if they're like a perfect human being like they cannot do no wrong yeah but in reality you realize like they're just like us uh-huh. just that they channel their whatever happens through music you know so, absolutely yeah. yeah i think it's like yeah, it is kind of interesting, like, by no means am I, like, a big artist, but, like, you know, you can kind of get the vibe after a show. Like, people, my friends always, like, joke with me, like, if I get hit on after a show, we're like, oh, it's just the stardom effect. Like, yeah. if they met me in a bar, they'd be like, oh, whatever. But, like, it's the fact that you come off of a stage and people are like, wow, like, exactly. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, this is weird. Yeah. I don't know, it, doesn't, it almost doesn't feel genuine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel it. So like I guess the next question off that is like as an artist, how do you how do you tell what's real and what's not real in terms of like people around you? Because you know like you may have like obviously you have fans and then you have friends, but like how can you differentiate like this person wants something from me versus like this person like supports me just for me, you know? That's a good question. Yeah. I'd say Honestly, what it boils down to is just that gut feeling. Okay. I'm a huge intuition person, yeah. and I think it it's taken me a really long time through trial and error and making mistakes to learn how to trust my gut. I think like your body always knows best, and your body is going to tell you like what feels right in situations. Mm-hmm. And for different people, that physically probably feels different. But yeah. like. You know, I feel anxiety in my chest. I feel like anger in my chest. And so like, I think like, you know, I think first impressions are tough because Mm -hmm. you can't really like make a 
a base reaction. I think first sure. impressions are stupid. Cause yeah. like you really don't know someone after it's like going on a date, you know, mm-hmm. and if you go on an amazing date, sure, whatever. That yeah. was one date. Of like course. that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's going to take five dates to really know if you want to actually date someone. And yeah. I think that goes for like working with people, friendships, um, people in music too. I think, you know, there's some people you meet and you know, you can just know that like maybe your styles are different or just the way you communicate and Mm -hmm. that's a good indicator of like okay maybe i don't see us working together yeah of course and yeah gut reaction yeah no i agree yeah no that yeah that is true i think yeah i think i think your gut's important um and like for me i've been in that same situation where i've like have like like i've gone against my gut and it never always works out and isn't it funny how in those situations, do you ever find, like, after the fact, you're like, I knew. Yes. You, That's your gut, man. Yes. And yes. it just takes, it takes fucking up. Am I allowed to swear? Oh, of course. Okay. Swear as much as you want. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it takes fucking up to, uh, to learn how to trust your gut. Yeah. And also just, like, giving yourself compassion. I think that's been the biggest thing in me, like, learning how to trust my gut. I think I used to be so critical and hard on myself when I did fuck up. Mm-hmm. And, like... Now it's just being like, oh, no, like, I'm literally just human. Like, yeah. everyone fucks up, and, like, we learn, and let's move forward. Keep yeah. shrugging. Of course. Wow. I agree. That's very true. I guess next one is, like, what is, your, like, your, like, top three favorite concerts that you've gone to? Or more? Dude, I feel like this, <laughs> my answer changes, like, okay. every year, because every year I go see a new artist. That just blows me out of the water. So, okay. I, like, honestly, Joshy Soul okay. last night, um... We're at Tree Fort currently, yes. and I saw Joshy Soul at uh, Mardi Gras. Okay. And it was just absolutely nuts. His, like, the way, my God, like, his band is so, like, coherent, and the way that they all jive, and you can just tell they're having fun, and there's brass section, and it's just, oh, it's so cool. It's yeah. just a dance party. Yeah. So Joshy Soul, for sure, was a, a top. And then Lake Street Dive on okay. Wednesday night at Main Stage. Okay. Incredible. Yeah. Anything that has like a dash of soul in it, I'm like soul. That's you. Okay. Literally sell my soul. Yeah. yeah that's that's <laughs> the shit I want. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Lake Street Dive was nuts too because like every their their drummer like sang on some songs and like their bassist like she would say like oh our bassist wrote this song our drummer wrote this song like everyone you can tell has such a like like ev- it's it's very collaborative like yeah. everyone's had a piece in their songs yeah. and her pianist his name's Aki I forget his last name but she performed a song that he wrote and like the main singer she literally just like went off to the side of the stage and let him take it away oh gosh wow. literally one of the best songs I've ever heard yeah. it's called Alone Again okay and um he was just singing on piano and then the whole band comes in and like it was just so cool to see a band that was so collaborative and you can tell like all of them are solo artists and then they come together on this project mm-hmm. and create and so i think that's what made that um show really special to me so joshy soul they should die for sure yeah. and i feel like i gotta throw like a random one in there um sure man uh ta- another top performance i've ever seen I'd say um, this one was a while ago, back in Seattle, actually. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Bringing it back to the roots. Exactly. Um, (laughs) Have you heard of Third Story? Third Story. No, but a friend told me about that. So they actually, I don't think they perform together anymore, but 
back when they did, that is by far one of the best concerts I've ever been to, just as a vocalist. Like, they're, they're all, like, incredible vocalists and yeah. just, like, guys singing high Fs, like, mm -hmm. just nuts. Wow. Like, just pristine. Their three-part harmony is just some of the best vocals I've ever heard, and that was, like, an out-of-body experience. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was so it's one of so cool. concerts you go home and you just feel, like, a rush of adrenaline. Yes. Like, <laughs> you go home straight to the piano. It's like, time to write music. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel it. Yeah, no, I've been, yeah, I've been in one of those type of concerts where you just, like, you just, like, you just feel, like, super, like, not, not depressed, but you, like, super, like, you feel... Keep okay. You feel happy and you feel sad, but you feel inspired all in like one. Mm. And it's like, and they are. You Where know? does the sadness come from? Because it's over. Because it's such a good oh, concert yeah. that like you're sad, you know. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. You're like, oh, I just want to keep riding the high. Exactly. Uh -huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you're talking about like soul and like soul is your favorite like type of music for like a better word. Absolutely. You know, when I was listening to your stuff, you have that like deep-rooted like soul your voice you know like um you know like <laughs> i mean it's true thank you You're hey, that's a great comment yeah, one time someone asked they were like who hurt you to like make you have that much soul oh, snap. and i was like oh <laughs> I was like you got a few hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true um but like what's your what's your like inspirations for music and like artist I'd say like big names for sure, Aretha Franklin mm. and Etta James, Sarah Vaughn, like just the greats, mm -hmm. honestly. Um, and then like more current, like Leanne Le Havis, Third Story, uh, mm -hmm. Lawrence, if you've heard of them. Oh yeah. Lawrence, those are, those they're, are good. They're kicking off mm -hmm. lately. Like they've yeah. really been popping off, which is really cool to see. Yeah. Um, God, there's so many, again, those, Amy Winehouse for sure. Of course, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> literally, like, anyone with, like, I think, like, what I listen for is, like, the voice. Like, the voice mm -hmm. that just, the voices <laughs> that, like, stop you dead in your tracks. Those yeah. are the type of, like, iconic voices that really inspire me. Lizzo. Because mm -hmm. it's good. Yeah. God, yeah. She's Just, really like, good. those powerhouse voices. Up, Janis Joplin. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, she's good, too. My yeah. God. Yeah. So any voice that's just like feels like it's so funny because I think soul has a lot of like emotion behind it. And I feel like a lot of soul artists have just been through the ringer mm -hmm. and you can kind of hear that in their voice. That's the shit I love. Yeah. And that's definitely inspired me. Um, and that's kind of what I think I've shaped my vocal styling around. And that's what I feel like I connect to the most. Yeah. For sure. I remember the first time I heard Respect. I think I was like seven years old and yeah. I was playing on some like top greatest hits playlist mm -hmm. at like a parent's barbecue or something. And yeah. I was like, what is this song? Like literally seven year old me, I was like, what is this song? Yeah. Who is this? Like, I want to sound like her. Mm -hmm. um, which is hard for a little white girl to sound like Aretha Franklin, True. the best vocalist of all time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember I was like, I need to sound like that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, that's so true. That's funny. Oh, and that's, that's funny. You have the respect. Wow, I never, 
My friend looked yeah. at my water bottle. I have a bunch of stickers on oh, my yeah, bottle. Lizzo too. Of Dove, of course. Yeah, and that's John Woolen. Uh -huh. Okay. She called it my icon water bottle. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just have a bunch of stickers of music icons. Yeah. Like. That's, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so kind of going off that, like, what's your favorite, like, songs that you've written, or, or like, songs that you're want to write in the future, but like, they're like. I don't know, they're like deep in your brain, you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Um, that's a fun question. I'd say as far as... As far as um, songs that I've put out... Mm -hmm. um, gosh, I mean, like, I just think it... It gets better and better. Like, every time I put out a song, I think I'm thinking of, like, the next thing I'm going to put out. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm really proud of the music I've put out, but there's already songs that I'm, like okay these are better like i want to put these out you know yeah of course um i'm really proud of houston i think houston's a really cool song mm -hmm. i like the metaphor behind it like i'm proud of the songwriting on that one for sure and i'm also like proud of the production i think that one people feel the soul in it and like the story behind houston is basically like about not running from your problems i mm -hmm. think i have a tendency of along with so many other people where like yeah. you know you're going through something and it feels easy to run from that situation mm -hmm. from one way or another and regardless of what that looks like like mm. i physically moved myself like i was going through a horrible breakup i moved to austin like i'm the bitch oh, who wow. like moves to a new city went through yeah. a breakup yeah chaotic don't recommend um okay but i <laughs> like all right write this down yeah. <laughs> um no like i'll move to a new city or i'm like oh i just need to go on a vacation and i'll be you know just thinking if you physically that's how i for a long time was i thought if i physically removed myself from the situation i feel happier but it's like no your problems are still going to follow you regardless of where you are and now you live in a new city where you know no one and you're still going through breakup so it's like that's gonna bring on its own challenges and so a lot of like what houston is about i think i was having like a shitty day where like i don't know you stub your toe on like the corner of the yeah, table yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> when it's like really it's not that bad of but course. like i i think i was just going through it and i was like driving home from band practice and there is i lived in austin at the time and there's an exit that's like exit to houston mm -hmm. and i was like Dang, like maybe what if I just drove to Houston? Like it's, yeah. it's two hours. Of course, like, it's not that far. Yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, two hours. Why don't I go spend the day like check out a new city? That'll yeah. be sick. And then I was like, oh, McKenna, you always do this. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, there was a summer where I literally was gone every weekend because I was just had so much shit going on in my life that I didn't want to deal with. So I just kept going on vacations. I was never home. I was just. So sorry for interrupting, editor Daniel here. So there was a super loud noise some lady was singing so it was virtually impossible to edit so mckenna and i had to move to a different spot anyway here's the rest of the episode i think your question is like how what was or what's like my favorite song I've exactly exactly yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i'm really proud of houston off of the album kind of just what we were talking about uh mm -hmm. it's just a metaphor for like dealing with your problems rather than just running away from them yeah mm -hmm. i agree it's very true I guess the next question is like, just tell me about your new project that you're uh, working on. I'd love to hear, hear about it, the inspiration behind it. Totally. Yeah. So moving on, here's my first EP that I put out and um, it's kind of just a, a summary of what I, 
what I've been through the past couple of years and just like this big breakup I went through in 2019 now at this point. See, it's so long ago now. I'm like, all right, good riddance. But yeah. um, it was just this big breakup. And then after that, I moved to Austin and then I lived there for two years and then, or like a year and a half. And that was during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then I recently moved back to Boise. And so like, kind of like the pun of the album is like moving mm-hmm. and literally in the <laughs> picture, I'm in a moving truck, Yeah. but then it's in parentheses on because I'm also moving on from like a relationship and yeah. like growing and learning about myself. And so like, you know, a couple of songs off of it about you still there and my heart are all about that breakup mm-hmm. and uh just the different levels of breakup that you go through course, i guess yeah. different stages <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh snoqualmie and houston um are more just about like me and my musicianship and like learning about myself and and uh i guess kind of just like yeah I, I, they're just kind of what i've learned my about myself and what I value and yeah. they're more just yeah kind of about my values and what I believe in of course yeah, yeah. man I yeah that's so true yeah yeah like when I heard it, I was it was yeah it was really good because the whole idea of like you in a moving truck was interesting because like it's like you're you're still theoretically moving in this truck but like the truck's parked in a way yeah and so like you're like you're like done moving but eventually you have to like continue moving because you're in a parked car you know what i mean mm-hmm. and I, don't know, I just found it very interesting like that idea of like we're always like going for the next thing mm-hmm. but sometimes we forget to like just park ourselves and like just park ourselves and kind of just relax you know that's so yeah. true yeah. i think there's so much power to doing less honestly Mm -hmm. I most of my life I've lived like go 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 what's the next best thing like keep going keep pushing all right release this what what am I gonna do next year like literally just like which is it's good to have that mentality yeah it keeps you learning and growing and things better but like I think like too much of that you lose sight of being present Mm -hmm. and like what you need to focus on and like what your body's feeling and like literally what's going on in the now and so like i've been listening to these psychologists who talk about how like literally like doing less is more because like if you're taking time to just listen to your body and not like pushing yourself too hard you're not going to burn out you know um so yeah Uh, that's that's so true i yeah i could really relate to that because i yeah i mean not just someone that like likes to keep going and like even like even when I go to vacation, like back when I was younger with my parents, I would like I would hate that they would just sit in like the hotel room or sit <laughs> like in the place like yo who like you know we left Seattle to go to Disneyland to like do stuff, not to sit you know in the hotel and yeah like, you're like I have Indiana Jones to ride. What are we yeah, doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm trying to go somewhere. <laughs> but. But, you know, what's funny is, like, yeah, it's literally what you said. Like, as I got older, I was like, it makes sense. Like, they they also have been going, 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 and their way of stopping is, like, sitting in a hotel room until 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. and then making dinner. Uh, and maybe I should kind of take a book, like, a page from that and maybe not 
always be on the run so much. Totally. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite songs, Vienna by Billy Joel, like mm -hmm. just absolute classic, but the message is so good. Yeah. Like he's literally saying like, slow down you crazy child. Like, you know, Vienna, Vienna will be there. Yeah. It's waiting for you. Yeah. Like literally like the whole message of that song is like, don't worry too much about the future. And I think like everyone, especially like our generation, just with social media and like how we've been raised, we just think everything we have to have done mm -hmm. to get to where we need to be should have been done two years ago. Mm -hmm. Like everyone has that mentality and it's like, oh, you graduated college, great. Well, you should have had five internships. Blah, 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 blah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like we don't live, we don't solely exist to get tasks done. Yeah. And I think so many people, including myself, have that mentality of like, you know, that we're worthy based off of like our projects and what we get done and what we accomplish. But in reality, like we exist to exist. Mm -hmm. Like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Slow down. Yeah. Vienna will be there. Exactly. Take your time. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Now that's, yeah, that's beautifully said. Yeah, Thank it's you. true. Yeah, because like, yeah, I mean, like, no, it's very true. Because I, I've had those moments, like, I turned 25 last year and I'm turning 26 this, this year. Ooh. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, like, when I hit 25, I was like, yep, life's over, you know? Like, <laughs> 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 it's pretty much over. <laughs> but, um, no, it's not the case, you know? Like, or, yeah, literally what you said, we're literally here to exist. And no matter what occurs, at the end of the day, as long as you're not like, you know, doing some stupid stuff, like, <laughs> like, time will come, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It'll come. I think like, and it's the law of attraction too. I think like if you believe that you're deserving of what you're wanting to achieve, and if you're actively working towards that, but like not pushing for it. I think that's the biggest thing I've learned. I used to push yeah. so hard to just things work. It felt like I was like, okay, like, you know, I have this opportunity or I want this. And I would just push so hard when it didn't feel right, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think rather than like pushing in those situations, it's more just like reflecting on like, okay, what can I control in this situation? Or what can I like do? Mm -hmm. And then like those opportunities will come if you're doing the right stuff. And often it's like, Things that you just have to work on and take time for yourself, and the right things will come your way. Yeah, if you're putting in work. Yeah, um, that's it's amazing you say that because, yeah, because like that's a that's a thought that I've had for quite a while. I don't know where I, where I heard it, but I heard someone say, like, basically, it's basically the idea of like you don't know the alternative to any decision you make, mm -hmm. and so like, you know, yeah, l literally like. You can push yourself to get this opportunity, but maybe it was not the right thing at the right time. Yeah. And it's like, and, and it's so crazy to think like when you're in it and you get it and you're like, okay, I've got whatever I wanted. Like, but then, but then, I don't know, but like, then you have it and you're like, all right, what's next? Mm -hmm. You know, and as opposed to like, I don't know, it's like, it's like the idea of chasing for something is oh. far much better than like if tomorrow you like woke up and you got whatever you wanted, like literally whatever you wanted, oh. I think I'd like, I think I'd be miserable. Yeah. Like it'd suck. Yeah. Yeah. 
if that grass is always greener on the other, mm -hmm. other side trope like exactly. literally like there's so many i think just with like my music and like life has been so good recently and we've gotten so many cool opportunities mm -hmm. and it's like i think this summer like we were working so hard and it got to the point where like i currently have nodes with vocal nodules it's like a hmm. kind of the last thing you want as a singer so yeah. like, actually we're gonna like our tree fort set was kind of our last set for a while like mm -hmm. we're gonna take a big break because i need to rest my vocal cords yeah and it was like to the point where i worked so hard that my body was literally like okay bitch you need to stop yeah like calm down yeah and it's like i was telling you where you're just forcing stuff to happen and i'm like okay i think i need to take this break for multiple reasons and um yeah i think like you know all these amazing opportunities came our way but i think i was still when we got these opportunities i was still thinking about the next best thing and i was like huh this is weird that i'm like <laughs> yeah. not as grateful and as excited as i thought i would have been once i achieved these things and i'm like okay i think i need to like sit down and actually really like <laughs> process like why i'm not still happy and it's not that i'm not like i'm so grateful for the opportunities we've had but i just realized how much i was future tripping and still thinking about like okay got that what's next and i'm like dude yeah. calm down like yeah. this is enough exactly yeah. yeah no that's very true yeah no i agree yeah well said honestly very true <laughs> thank you yeah you're welcome <laughs> um, it's been a very reflective year <laughs> yes it sure has shout out to therapy <laughs> Yes, therapy is good. We want therapy. <laughs> we do. We support therapy here at the Longineer. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, um, I guess I have two more questions. Cool. Yeah. So, I so I guess my last question, and based off reflectiveness, and this is what I ask, like everybody I interview, is like, when everything is all said and done, and like you're all, you know, I don't know you've reached whatever you wanted to reach like do you want to be known or do you want to be like remembered for what you do oh um do i want to be known or remembered uh in what sense in like in like music and life it's it, yeah it's kind of like you know like for example uh all of the greats that we listen to now like people slept on them during that time but now we're listening to them now I'm like they're kind of remembered for being a great artist okay. as opposed to like reaching as far as high to be like recognized and be super famous and popular yeah. and then they like trail down and then no one never knows them you know I think yeah. uh music for me like I gosh I mean like I think being famous sounds really stressful to me um, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a, a lot. And I think, um, gosh, it's such an interesting industry, but like, I, I pursue music because I love it. It's like mm -hmm. therapy for me. It's my favorite thing to write and sing and performing is my favorite part about it. Yeah. Um, there's just nothing cooler to me than like being in a room where you can just connect with people over like a song or experience you had and like you can kind of have this like connection with hundreds of people at the same time and like if you get sad and emotional like they're gonna be there with you too and if you get hyped and amped mm -hmm. they're gonna be with you too it's just exactly. like the best adrenaline rush and I I think like I just ever since I started performing like my goal is to just be successful enough that I can live off of music sustainably mm -hmm. That's 
really my only goal. And yeah. I think with that, like, I want to keep bettering myself and figuring out how I can get to the point where I am living comfortably off of just creating my own tunes that, um, that I feel are my sound. Cause I feel like I still feel like I'm still finding my sound. I still feel like I'm in the, the BC ages of like figuring out who McKenna Esteb is. Yeah. Um, and that just comes from writing, keep figuring shit out, life experience, and you just keep doing that. Um, and so, yeah, my goal is just to make music and, and live off of it sustainably. That's really my only goal yeah. with music. And I think it's it's hard to make your passion a business because it definitely like I think there's been times where I've lost sight of like the passion side of it because I'm focused so hard on like it's such a numbers game <laughs> and so I think sometimes like when I notice that I'm losing track of like the passion and the enjoyment of music I'm like okay it's time to like reset and focus on like what made this enjoyable for me and like what why am I like losing that right now you know and exactly. I think once you start to connect with music on like a passionate level mm -hmm. that um like when you're feeling it other people are going to feel it too you know like yeah. and so i think like in those moments that like i'm losing track and i'm only caring about numbers or like social media people see that they feel that and they're not going to be as engaged but when they can feel that you're like super passionate about a project and that it's your baby and like they're gonna be hyped about it too and so i think it's just like finding a line of like being vulnerable and honest with yourself and just take taking time and if that means taking a break for a while and if that's what you need as an artist do that like yeah. it doesn't always mean like put out a new song every month <laughs> you know yeah listen to your body man of course yeah, yeah. wow that is that is so true i yeah i love how you said that like people are, are like able to tell when it's not you who's doing it oh it's people crazy. know when you're being phony. Yeah. People can, wow. you know, and people are gonna tell you exactly. People are gonna tell you exactly what you need to know about them. Like people are usually very honest about like who they are and what their intentions are. You just have to listen. Yeah. And I think like wow. I've definitely been phony. Like <laughs> I, you know, it's been I've gone through so many phases of my life where like I look back and I'm like, wow, like it just feels like I lived a different life. Yeah at certain points, but I'm so grateful for that because it's gotten me to like where I am now. And I feel like I'm at such a, and I know it's only gonna get better from here, but I feel like I'm in a place in my life where I finally feel like I'm just like in my own skin. And so it's cool to look back on these times in my life where I just felt so out of my skin and I, I didn't really like who I was and I wasn't being true to who I was. And it's just like, once you start realizing what your passions and what make you happy and just following that, like everything just snowballs. Yeah. It all falls into place, but it takes a lot of vulnerability and honesty with yourself to get there. Mm -hmm. It's tough work. It is. No, I, I, yeah, I, com I completely relate and agree. Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like for me, once I found out that I love telling people's stories and just like listen to people and like, interviewing them and like music and all that other stuff it just like it became not so much of it like i have to interview like x amount of people it just became like oh this person seems cool i want to hear their story mm -hmm. you know um and so cool. yeah 
and it's just yeah it's just like a good feeling and yeah and like back to what you're saying about being phony like yeah i've been yeah like i've been phony many times and even with the wandering year believe it or not like every moment where like i put out something that like i knew was not the right thing to put out i knew it mm-hmm. i knew it i knew sure. it with everything in me going back to your gut like i knew it uh-huh. but you know either i wanted to, i don't know i wanted cloud i wanted I don't know what it was. Thought you had to put out like your exactly. content. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's dude. I've been there with music too, and it's like, it's interesting being a musician, especially as a solo artist. Like, cause I like I'm not tied to like a band name. Like, it's literally just me. So like, I am branding myself as a person, yeah, which yeah. is like also a lot of, <laughs> lot of vulnerability. Yeah. And so like, I've fucked up so many times. There's been times where like. Learning how to promote myself has been so interesting because at this point, as an independent artist, like you create your own graphics, you're your agent, you're your marketing manager, you you literally do everything. Mm-hmm. And like I, in the music talks, they were actually just talking about how like when you build your team around you, you have to find the people that um, basically have like, you know, there's going to be parts of you that like you just don't have. Oh, uh, I see. You don't like, you know, like yeah, naturally, yeah. I'd say like naturally holy shit i don't do finance i don't do math yeah i need to hire someone to do my taxes do my finance i need someone to like budget out how i'm gonna tour how i'm gonna like distribute my money for merch because that is not something i'm gifted with yeah almost to the point where i'm like i'm gonna choose not to do this because i'm so bad at which is not the right mindset yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like when you build your team find people that like fill in those gaps for you and so like when I was learning how to promote myself, like it definitely, I've gone through like, we're like, you gotta fuck up to learn. Of course. And so like, again, learn with compassion, like give yourself that compassion instead of being like, oh, I shouldn't have put that out. Like I shouldn't have reached out in that way. I shouldn't have marketed. I shouldn't have posted that. Like, yeah. like just be like, okay, interesting. Yeah. Like, why did I put that out? And like, how can I like create something in the future that I'm gonna be more proud of? Like mm. literally that's all it takes. And like, I've like, when promoting yourself, like you're literally promoting you yourself, your art. And so like I've reached out to people and like or like created a maybe like a a I've created like a a post that maybe felt like clickbaity and I'm like, that's stupid. Like I, I don't leave them I wouldn't click on that. Like, ew, why the fuck did I post that? And so like, yeah, just like fuck up and learn from it. Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. And like that's how you get better. And once you like connect with like how to promote yourself organically, like it's people are gonna feel that, and that's when people are gonna start like wanting to pay attention. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, I I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just I'm not good at promoting myself at all, like at all. And so uh, and so like and not so, like, yet, n- not yet. Shit, fair enough. Um, but. You know, it's hard. It is, but like, but like, yeah. I like how you said to have a team. Mhm. To like, yeah, cause like, yeah, I like that. I'm a. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Otherwise, I guess, uh, where can we find you? Oh yeah, you can find me on any streaming service on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, Amazon has music, literally. <laughs> um, I'm a big Instagram gal, so just at McKenna Estev. And on any 
social media across the board. I'm at McKenna Esteb on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, mm. Facebook page, all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Spotify. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we just dropped some merch. I'm selling some T-shirts right now at a local artist who's incredible. She goes by Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a local artist out of Boise, Idaho. Highly recommend checking her out. Yeah. But we collaborated on a T-shirt for my new song, My Heart. It's my single off of the EP. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of like all the shit we have going on right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Alrighty. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. So, it is over. I know, I know you guys want to keep it longer, but McKenna was getting tired and I was also kind of getting tired. Actually, not really. We could have kept the episode longer, but it had been like a few hours long. So we chose not to do that. But nonetheless, big appreciation to McKenna. Thank you for taking time out of your busy life to just come speak to me just about life and everything else and music and whatnot. I appreciate you also purchasing the coffee for me. Thank you very much. It was good coffee. Definitely when I go back to Boise, I'm definitely going to check out that coffee shop. I wish I remember the name, but I didn't. So, But I'll check it out one of these days. Nonetheless, the episode's over, but it doesn't mean that you can't support McKenna Estab. So she's on Instagram, she's on Spotify, also wherever else you stream your music at, that's where she's at. So I'm going to link all of her social medias and including her new project in the notes below so you can follow that and support that as well. And while you're at it, share, share this podcast, share her music, put on your story, tag her so that we can give her much more support. And while you're doing that as well, you might as well follow the Wonder Near. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you listen to your podcast as well. And if you liked what you heard, Share this with a few friends. It really means the world. And not only that, but if you want to support the Wanderneer financially, then there's a link in the bio and on our Instagram and link also in the notes where you can send us a virtual coffee. Essentially, that keeps the Wanderneer from becoming an ad product and it also allows us to pay our staff when we throw events and things like that. So if that's something you want to do, it's in the notes below. Otherwise, just share and keep supporting the Wanderneer and keep supporting the artists that we put on. So other than that, I am going to eat some food, listen to this episode, and probably drink some water because I've not drank water in like the last six hours. Anyway, I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Ooh.